0: Access All Areas on Foo Bar Radio.
1: Hello, good evening and welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I am excited,
2: babes, because
1: I am going on holiday. Can you Adam and Eve it? I'm going, um, on, I'm going abroad. Uh,
2: uh, even to hear them words is so
1: exciting for me. I know. <laughs> it is, like, really bizarre. Um, yeah, so a friend of mine yesterday was like... I'm going to Malta I've booked a hotel if you want to come just pay for a flight and I was like oh I don't know because like the idea of going to an airport just seems really weird and then I was like what about the testing and insurance and what the danger and the green list and the analyst and there's just so much more to think about than a normal flight right uh, that we would have got pre-panied D um but yeah so uh, I, I put it all together, and then I was like, do you know what, I'm just going to do it, I'm just going to go, it's only four days in Valletta, which is the capital of Malta I'm just going to have a nice time. And Malta's meant to be stunning, isn't it? Have
2: you been before?
1: No, never. So it'd be quite nice to go somewhere that I haven't been before. And yeah, I've been watching I watched some YouTube videos last night about things to do in Malta. Uh, <laughs> um, and but what,
2: yeah. how, what's on the to-do list?
1: Well, there's some there's some like uh food I have to try and uh, like there's Ooh. a big old cathedral and a boat tour and a, we want to have a beach day. I mean we're only there for four days, so it's not like we can uh you know explore the whole island um but i'm just i'm just excited to kind of get away i think like like i think we've talked about plenty of times before it's just dead like it's just weird right like the idea of seeing getting to an airport and i don't know just this seems really bizarre but anyway i'm dead excited dead excited i wish you
2: it. could bottle when you get to the airport bottle oh, the smell of duty free from, oh mate.
1: oh i, I wonder I, if it's I, even the same this is what i wonder like
2: that's I, true because it ain't had hundreds of thousands of people spraying 24 hours a day <laughs> yes.
1: um oh. yeah i have no idea but i mean we're, our flight is at 9 a.m so it's not i mean i was gonna say it's not like we'd be in spoons that would be a lie we'd probably <laughs> normally be in spoons yeah um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be—I I, have—I have really no idea what to expect, and also kind of had no idea what to expect when I'm there because are they going to be welcoming to tourists and blah blah blah. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm, I'm sure
2: they will. You yeah. mentioned insurance. Has that been affected because of the
1: pandemic? Is it quite a bit more than it normally would be? I actually need to look that up. I was supposed to do it today, but I got uh, waylaid with work. So I'm going to have to do a proper investigation uh, tomorrow. We shall see, I guess. But um, I'm hoping that it won't be too much more. I know, you know, it's a conversation I had. I said, what you know, with all these tests you have to do, I have to do one before I go, one when I'm there and one when I'm back. What if the one when I'm there comes back positive? Then I've got to isolate for 10 days in Malta, in Malta. <laughs> which, which in a normal circumstance would be lovely. But I'm sure I'd have to be in some awful hotel, which I would have to pay for. Um So, uh, yeah. So I don't know. There's lots of variables. It probably isn't all going to be smooth sailing. Um, But, you know, I figure I've been pretty good the whole time, the whole last sort of 15, 16 months. Maybe it's just time to have some fun.
2: <laughs> oh, You deserve it, babe. You really do. Thanks. Oh, I'm excited for you. You'd have to like I say, just it document the whole experience for me. Even send me a photo of the airport. I'm forgetting what it looks like. <laughs> a balding pass. Oh my god.
1: Things. Can you imagine? It does honestly feel like weird. And I'm not putting anything on my social media until I'm there because I'm like, if something happens and it gets cancelled or someone's like, <laughs> so um so yeah, I mean yeah, I've even mean, got thinking. Even got my passport ready because I was putting oh, everything
2: do in you there. Oh, remember <laughs> I Couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't
1: find it. Um, anyway, how are you, Bob? What's going on?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm good, thank you, Steve. I'm good. I uh, j- just been getting obsessed in the rabbit hole of Showbiz News. Is- we always say, some weeks that are busier than others. Yeah, Personally, so happy for Stacey Solomon and Joe having a little girl.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, so my sister was visiting last weekend and it was like it was like it was her own family member that was having a baby. <laughs> she was so excited on her behalf. I think people really have a lot of love and, and um, affinity for, for Stacey Solomon, don't they? And she's obviously got uh, her three boys um, and um, her, her uh, boyfriend, whose name I've completely forgotten. Joe Swash, uh, Joe Swash, uh, yeah. Joe Swash, uh, well, actually fiance, um, has, has also got a son, so this is going to be a first daughter for them both. Exciting,
2: so exciting and so lovely. And I know she said she really didn't mind that the sex of the child, um, and, and they've both got boys. Obviously, they're one and from previous relationships. But I think how lovely, folks. I'm sure she's going to be so excited to have a, a little Stacey running around.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I always think. I think. I genuinely do think a lot of parents just want to have a happy, healthy baby, right? Like, I mean, it doesn't really matter um, what sex they come out as. No, Um, but, but, but. Having said that, it must be nice. Uh, It's like a bit of a surprise, and also, I think probably raising a girl is probably quite different to raising a boy. You do there is different uh, different ways of doing things. I guess Uh, I'm saying this as a non-parent um uh yeah so I'm, I'm dead excited for her and how lucky she's gonna have
2: all them big brothers
1: yeah she's yeah not- she's not gonna get bullied or anything <laughs> is she like christ <laughs> you wouldn't mess with her if you if you were at school with her yeah i'm i'm, I'm really delighted for her. i mean it's it's um this would be what stacy's fourth pregnancy so i mean she's mm. this, this is like i don't know she must be pretty used to used to it by now and know what to expect but there's probably a whole new because they've only just moved into their new house haven't they and 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 uh, Rex their, their other little boy is only a couple of years old I think um, so yeah it's going to be going to be a busy time for her.
2: Definitely I've seen her documenting her bump quite a bit on social media saying that she just wants to make the most of every minute which I think is just so lovely and how lovely in this generation uh, for, for parents that can look back at them photos a kind of bumps, scans and all the things that we didn't do back in the 80s, do you know what I mean? I'm sure yeah, those yeah. photos existed, but we're just another level of kind of documenting things now, so no, lovely. I do
1: wonder, I wonder, I do wonder sometimes, because if I was, it's funny because my, my growing up, you know, was uh, private, there was no such thing as social media, I, there was no pictures of me floating around the internet, you know, with and my nappy in my hands, or you know, or <laughs> or weeing over myself, or or running around naked in the park or on the beach. I do wonder how kids like from that, this generation are going to deal with that as they grow up. Do you think they'll just be used to it?
2: That is true. Yeah, but I think they won't know any different. Yeah. Well, the thing is as well, what a lot of people I've seen, um, I say a lot of people I've seen some people. Have kind of set up Instagram accounts with yes. their children's photos. So I don't know if it's kind of when the kid gets to a certain age, they inherit that that page bizarre, they,
1: isn't it? It's such a weird thing to think about that you would suddenly. Your first like...
2: photo is going to be like either your scan photo or. I don't think I've ever even seen my scan. I don't know scan photo. I was born in eighty six. I don't know if that was a thing. I think um, it
1: was right. It must. I would. I think. But yeah, I was eighty five. I'm not actually. <laughs> Sure. there's still, like a picture of me after my after i've been born but you know i'm all cleaned up it's not like the kardashians with chloe no it was courtney wasn't it pulling pulling the baby out from her um you know there's none of that documentation um but yeah i mean uh, i wonder what Stacey's kids will make for when they when they've grown up uh, hey, i guess gosh, imagine what social
2: media will be like by then who knows <laughs> We can only imagine
1: we certainly can um there was um there was uh some some slightly um, surprising news this week as well. I, I don't know if you saw um, Nick Grimshaw is uh, leaving Radio 1 after 14 years uh, working there. First of all, I didn't realise he'd been there for that long. That seems like, he didn't seem old enough to have worked at Radio 1 for 14 years. It's a
2: massive amount of time, isn't it? Has <laughs> is, is he said so why?
1: No, no, not at all. And um, I, as, as far as I know, there's not like been like uh, another job announced or anything like maybe he's coming to work maybe he's going to take my job here at fuba um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean i sometimes you know i guess after 14 years that's a very long time uh, to work in one place even if you're doing like different jobs and stuff maybe you just decided i want to change you know
2: yeah, and I know he spoke out saying it was kind of always his childhood dream to, to work at Radio 1 and he, he feels he's done it, well he has done it, he's done it for 14 years. Um, and yeah, and I guess like you say, I guess you get to a time where you feel it's time to move on. I'd be intrigued to see what he kind of moves on to next, if he'll stay radio or if, if he'll venture off into, because obviously he did that year as an X Factor judge.
1: Yeah, you kind of forget that he's done like bits and bobs of and stuff like that. Because he is obviously kind of most known. I think he did MTV before, didn't he, as well? But like he um he kind of in that sort of Laura Whitmore, when Laura Whitmore was doing MTV and stuff sort of, I don't know, it must have be been about 15, yeah, 10, 15 years ago. Um I, I wonder if he might do more, more TV or if he's gonna gonna stick to radio. I guess it'd be intriguing to to see. Maybe he's gonna do strictly. <laughs>
2: Um, I wonder if he has got anything lined up. The fact he hasn't come out and said, or uh, I, I can't really see him leaving radio though. I think it, it's very much people that are in telly and love telly. It's the same with radio. Although
0: mm.
2: I, I think obviously you can love both and I, and I love doing this every week and ultimately love telly, but I think, yeah, when you, you live and breathe something for 14 years, it must be very hard to kind of step away from that Um but I see that it's been announced who's taking over the drive time show who was on
1: oh Jordan uh, North Jordan North yeah 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 and
2: is it I think he's doing it with Vitco
1: yes that's right yeah I did I did actually I did hear that I do I think they're um be quite a dynamic duo I wonder how well they know one another I imagine they've probably done some tests um to see like how they how they sort of um Work together, but it's going to be. I think for for both of them, they both Vic and and Jordan, they both kind of had uh, like Vic did Strictly, didn't she? And, and Jordan obviously did I'm a celebr and they really kind of capitalised off the back of their success on on both those shows. Um, so I'm wondering what 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 they'll be like together. But I, I really like Jordan. I think he'd probably be quite a, a good asset for them. Do you reckon?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, did a job with Jordan. <clears throat> it was a few months before we went into i'm a celebrity as it was it was in but i think it was the first studio show i'd filmed after the lockdown and i think they obviously they did they do that november time don't they so yeah yeah it would have been late summer we did um a show for our tv too and it was such a laugh and a really nice guy and um yeah i can see him and vic being a nice little double act yeah and, yeah uh, definitely and, and uh, an amazing show to take over, so I bet they're completely over the moon.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean what, what a slot. Um, I, I imagine they'll, they'll sort of bring their own new kind of uh, passion and uh, excitement to the project. There was, a, there was a, a funny bit of news this week, actually, I think, uh, uh, with uh, uh, Shirley Ballas, who's obviously one of the Strictly uh, judges. Um, she revealed that she's never eaten a takeaway.
2: See, I mean... <laughs> How is this possible <laughs> at any point in your life have not had a takeaway? And how are we kind of, are we classing even drive-thru as takeaways?
1: Well, or even, or like a little pret sandwich? I mean, I don't yeah. know. What do you think?
2: It, I, I, well, I just can't imagine life like that. How,
1: <laughs> how <could you> <laughs> That's on you, to- though, Bob. That's your problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how could you never go to Mackey D's and go through the drive through? And just think, you know what, I fancy a deck of nuggets and some sweet and sour and some Tommy K. Well, you or, say uh, this,
1: you say this, but I think about the fact that, you know, I've been vegetarian for um, of five or six years. I can't remember. I've, I have had McDonald's in that time. I've had veggie burgers and I've had the fries. I don't I broke that thing in my head. That, like, that, like, that hangover McDonald's, you know, that kind of vibe, like, oh, my God, I just need it. I do think there are some people where it's just they've never had it, right? Like, especially someone like Shirley. Maybe she's, she's spoken Shirley, quite yeah. openly about her battles with her body and stuff. And I think it's quite interesting to think that, to her, it's just completely alien. Like, she just wouldn't even, it just wouldn't even enter her head.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Whereas to me, I do love that. I mean, obviously, it's not an everyday thing, and sometimes it can be from one month to the next. But there is something a little bit special about a double sausage and egg McMuffin. <laughs> <A> <laughs> do
1: you know what? And a lovely Ash brown. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I have to. I have to get the egg and cheese one now. If I if I have the breakfast, but it's still pretty good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, kick it out of bed. And um, yourself
2: to a Mackey shell.
1: Yeah, I think maybe, Shirley, now's the time. Um, You know, we've been living in a pandemic. Treat yourself now and again. Um, Or a Chinese or an Indian, whatever floats your boat. Oh, dummies. Um, Well, uh, we we have an exciting show coming up. Uh, We have uh, Linda Lusardi, who came on the show actually last year, just after she had uh, come out of her battle with COVID, which was quite severe. Um, So we have her coming on uh, to talk about her new venture. Uh, We also have Brian Dowling uh, on um, to talk about Celebrity Karaoke Club. And uh, former Love Island star Michael Griffiths uh, also is on the show. So, going to be a good one. And actually, Linda is here right now. So, let's get her oh, in. Let's and have get a, Linda in. Have a little chat. Hello. Hello.
0: Hello, Bobby. Hello. How What's are you? Yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, I'm up in the loft. Uh, <laughs> so, it's like three flights to get down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're yeah. rushing around here there and everywhere you're looking very professional with your setup there so yeah, oh, yeah
0: no I've got all me set up from my radio so you probably get a good sound quality
1: yeah you're sounding great so oh, how okay. have you have you been have you been we you came on our show last year after you just um come well basically dealt with Covid how's things been in the last sort of year since then
0: all right I think I've got a bit of long Covid like everyone mm-hmm. I don't know if it's long Covid or just you know, couch potato. Is, yeah, general life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've just got
0: no energy anymore. Well, I'm, I'm getting better and better, although the jabs set me back a bit. I got quite ill with the jabs.
1: Really?
2: Um
0: The AstraZeneca. You've probably had the other one, haven't you, you two? You were Actually, we
1: we, we, no, we, we both, both had Astra.
2: Yeah.
0: You? Were you both all right?
1: right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was rough. I was And really I bet rough.
0: you had COVID, though, didn't you? Originally.
1: I did actually. Well, I, it was never diagnosed um, because it was in the first week of the lockdown, um, and you couldn't get tested then. But I did have—I lost my sense of taste and smell in the end after having a cough and a, and blah blah blah. So yeah, if you
0: had so- it. You get the AstraZeneca sets you off straight away.
1: Yeah, not
2: good. Did you
0: have it, Bobby?
2: Yeah, I had COVID really bad over Christmas and New Year. Um, oh. Really wiped me out. I, I was. Um, said before fun left on the show a lot, a lot of the days I was sleeping for about fourteen hours, but I felt so rough when I was awake that I was almost happy to sleep through as much of it as possible.
0: Yeah you just want to sleep because that's the only time you're at peace, isn't it?
2: Never had a headache like it in my life. That no. kind of just just horrific, isn't it?
0: Oh but awful.
2: Are you but, feeling a little bit better now after you after the vaccine?
0: Yeah, it's wearing off now. But I've you know a couple of my friends that like one lady she's been like five weeks with that nerve ending in her fingers not working and her feet That's and what? just really bad she was sent to a neurologist who's got people in the hospital that are paralyzed from the waist down from it
1: Jesus. so we're not
0: we're not getting told everything really. do
1: you, what, what do you make about this this all this opening up on the 19th stuff you that you'll probably have some strong opinions on it I I feel
0: it's a little bit premature um i don't i do think that we should be opening up but i think we should keep the masks on if mm. that's no real trouble to anyone is it really to keep your mask on in a shop's not a big deal no to keep your mask on you know until you're sat in a group with your friends you know i don't know i don't know who knows I think think I'm
2: definitely going to still hold on to my mask. Like you say, if I'm getting on and off a tube and things like that, I absolutely will be
0: wearing them. Public transport, absolutely, 100%, especially in the underground. I think we should be wearing them. Mm. Even if it just stops you getting the usual cold every Christmas, it's worth it.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. So you're not one of these people that's kind of like end the lockdown, we need to go back to, to normal kind of thing. You, I guess because you suffered so badly with it, right? You know what it's like.
0: Well, and, you know, they say things like, you know, we'll only get, you know, 17 deaths a day and we'll only get this up. I think that's a lot for mm. something that we could stop, you know, those 17 dying if we took a bit few more precautions. Mm. I don't think. I think life is too precious to just say, you know, well, the numbers have gone down, but there's still people dying of it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just for the sake of going to the pub and having a drink, when you can go in your garden and have a drink with friends, you know, you might save them more lives if you just keep us sort of calmed down for a bit. But yeah. I think he's just going to let it all go and it's going to peak again. And I just hope that, you know, he doesn't try and lock us all down again. That's all. That's the last thing we want, isn't it?
2: There just seems to be a little bit of an attitude with some people. And I don't know if it's because of what people have seen because of the football and seeing so many people. On the tennis. This, yeah. On the tennis. But it almost feels a little bit of a vibe with some people that people <clears throat> are just completely over it now. And they're just happy to try and go back to some form of normality and just...
0: Well, I totally understand it. I totally understand it. But, you know, what was there like? 12,000, no, no, 1,200 people got it at the football, and they'll spread it to at least three other people each. You know, I don't know, mm. they know what the answer is, really. Just gonna be with it forever, I think.
1: I think that's the thing, isn't it? And it has, uh, it's just so complicated. I just want to go back to a time when it didn't exist, honestly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I just want to, just I mean, bit,
0: you I just, know, I, it feels unreal that we never had anything to worry about before.
1: I know Brexit was what Isn't everyone it? was worrying about before.
0: Who cares about Brexit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you do, but having said all of that, you have sort of um, started a new venture, haven't you? With um, this, with Beauty Angels. So tell us a bit about that.
0: Yeah, Beauty Angels came about from me being a guest on a show called Wonderbirds, which was Sherry Houston, Harriet, um, Dee Anderson and Debbie um, Arnold. And they did it right from the beginning of lockdown. They were doing this four-woman Zoom call on um, Facebook and on YouTube. And it became so popular. They've had something like, I don't know, five or six million hits and all the rest of it. Mm. Um, And I used to go on it regularly if one of them was ill or couldn't do the show. And then I I went on with my Linda's Bargain Bucket, which was makeups and things that were, you know, happening or things that were going on at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I went on as a guest, first of all, to talk about COVID, but uh, it kind of escalated from then. Then Debbie said, uh, Debbie Arnold said, let's do a beauty show of our own. So we've only, I think we're on the fifth episode now and it's been received so well. And. We go and have treatments, non invasive treatments, um, and you know, that I didn't know about. And I'm sure some of the women out there didn't know about. And it's probably aimed at women, I would say, sort of 35 up, although Mm -hmm. our demographic on YouTube is 24 up that's watching it. Um, And we invite people on Instagram at the dot beauty angels to send us their problems send us their queries. And we have uh, Dr. Tracy Mountford um, who owns the London Skin Clinic, uh, sorry, the, the Skin Clinic. I don't think it's London Skin Clinic, it's just Skin Clinic. And um, she she knows everything about everything. And she comes on and talks every week um, just to help with people's problems, whether it be acne or rosacea or you know wrinkles or dry skin, all sorts of things like that. So we've, we've had some good treatments that I knew nothing about before. I've even got my husband what's, doing it. <laughs> what's been your favourite
2: treatment so far that you've never tried before that you've kind of thought, you know, what, I'm going to love this uh, and continue to have it?
0: Well, I know, Bobby, you like a bit of beauty treatment. Oh, I love
2: a beauty treatment, Linda. You I can't do. tell you.
0: Have you ever had a hydrofacial?
2: <laughs> is that like where it's the, the hoover, like the, the, the suction thing? or oh, no, that's microdermabrasion, No, no, it? no,
0: that it is. It's like it's six um, facials in one and they basically start by draining your lymphatic system and they do one side of your face before and that side of your face kind of looks like that when you look in the mirror (laughs) you don't realize how much toxins and stuff you're carrying in your face so that that's not invasive it's just like a suction thing and they travel it down your neck and then there's oh I'll probably get this all wrong but then they it's a little bit of dermabrasion but not hard and then they put a slight peel on it um, and then they blast it with chemicals, not chemicals but hydrolonic acid and good things that are good for your skin um, and clean out all the pores. Like they put like a vacuum that goes all the way down here, down your face and gets out. Not that I get blackheads at my age anymore, but um, if you have, it's just like it's just like a jet wash for your face and you come out looking so fresh and your skin is like baby soft and it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, so I've had one of those and Sam had one last week. I took my husband for Father's Day to have one. <laughs> And his skin's never looked so good. Oh, really? It's radiant and the colour and everything looks amazing. So, we do things like that. And another good one is a cool sculpt. Have you ever heard of cool sculpt?
2: No.
0: Oh, I think I have. Is that like the, 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 the 3D lipo
2: kind of thing? It's done with a machine, is it? Is it's it,
0: well, that. You can have it done on any, if you can grab an inch of fat, you can have it done basically. So, you can have it on your love handles, all over. You can have it on your back fat. But um, the, the person we took had it on hmm. like the old the ma- men when they get baggy chin. Oh, yeah. So they sucked all that bit in and then they freeze it and the fat cells die and then they massage it so to break them all up. And then over the next three months, your body takes those fat cells and flushes them away and they're never there again. Really? Lost the fat. And then he had old therapy over it. Have you heard of old therapy, Bobby? I don't
2: think old- so. No, what's that?
0: Old therapy, it can be. It used to be really painful. It's not painful as much anymore. Um, it's a light. It's a light therapy that goes over your skin. So they did it all on his neck and all up here and all on his forehead, and basically it goes into the deep layers of your skin and damages it, slightly damage Traumatizes it, and then all the collagen comes in to try and repair it. So all the new mm. collagen coming in tightens everything up. So not only has he lost the fat, it's all tightening up over the next three months. It carries on while the collagen is still coming in, tightening up and lifting. So he's had no surgery and all this is gone. All his uh, turtleneck has gone.
1: So is the point of it to kind of encourage people to get non-invasive treatments and, and review them and kind of, are, 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 you, are you fairly honest about the experience and stuff or or had? you oh, absolutely. know?
0: absolutely, yeah, because, um, you know, Debbie's had things she's done that she's not liked that I've loved, but it's just to show people what is out there without mm. going under the knife um, and to show that, you know, a lot of celebrities out there have had a hell of a lot of work done and you wouldn't know they'd had a thing done. Because these things just are tweak, well, they call them tweakments, don't they? Mm-hmm. They're tweaking it rather than slicing you open and, and, and putting things in. And, um, you know, I mean, like uh, we've got a lady on the show, Dee Anderson, she's, um, she's in her late 60s and ladies get these tram lines. And I didn't realise why women get them and men don't, but you've got hair follicles there. That's why you don't get them. Certainly uh, do, wow. certainly do. Yeah, you've you been proof of it. So um, she had filler in it. I said, Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't have filler in my lips. I don't want to look like, you know, trout pout and all that. Honestly, you wouldn't know she'd had a thing done. She just looks absolutely lovely. And it's just taking her lips back to where they were when she was young. Because your cranium actually shrinks as you get older. That's why your ears look bigger and your nose looks bigger when you're bigger. really. Yeah, you, the, the skull shrinks. So everything drops down and apparently pockets of fat, I'm quite lucky because I've got a high cheekbone, she's so I'm told, but the fat won't drop down as much as if you haven't got high cheekbones. Like men get like this pocket of fat that comes down here, you know. The Winston
1: a, Churchill kind of look where it yeah. like sort of drags, drags yeah. your face down. The
0: Were you, treatments can reverse that and make it all go back up again. There was um, there was there was a bit. You have to sleep upside down for the rest of your life. <laughs> like a
1: bat. I was, I was reading a thing the other day about how um, say, saying to a woman that they look good for their age um, can be a bit misogynistic. How do you feel about that?
0: Um, I just say, well, I'd be flattered if you left the last bit off. You just look good? Yeah.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah, because the minute they say for your age, well, you think, well, then obviously I look my age.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but then you but then you you've, you've, you've been very like open and kind of proud of, of how you look and, and rightfully so um and you've and you've, you we see a lot Well, not a lot we've seen you in your bikini haven't we on the cover of, of um is it best magazine
0: um when i was 60, i've been constantly asked to take my clothes off more than when i was 20
1: and, and that that must, that must be nice right
0: well it's all right or does
1: it put pressure way. on or does it i mean i don't know it does
0: put the pressure on and I, if i hadn't been in control <laughs> of the picture um, in control of the lighting because i take photos myself um you know i've got a studio here where i live and uh i do a lot of celebrities and stuff but so i know good lighting and lighting is the key to anyone looking good and not looking good you have the best makeup in the world but if you've got shit lighting you're gonna look shit
1: <laughs> very important
2: I'm
0: sorry, am i allowed to say that
1: yeah you absolutely, absolutely
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true lighting is everything
0: Everything. Bobby, you, I bet you've had some horrendous pictures taken and you've had some beautiful yeah. pictures
2: <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, lighting's your best friend when it comes to photography, yeah. isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean even now, look, I've got my little bit of foil out, ready under here, reflecting. I love it, she's got her foil. That. I didn't even know that was a thing, oh my god, I, should, I
1: would oh, definitely yeah. be doing you've got that. To get
0: someone, put it, I'd have put it on the laptop, but it, um, it ruins the sound.
1: Oh okay, well, we and would never have noticed. There. Well, where can we where can we find your your show if we're looking for it? You can
0: find it? this in any in, in any supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, if you go to uh, Beauty Angels um, on YouTube, there's as I say, we're working on our fifth show now, which is Summer Bodies, and we're looking at uh, all the uh, underwear, you know, the, the Spanx and all that stuff you can put under your skimpy dresses, and we're looking at. Um, uh, we're looking at all the hydrotherapy, which we told you about.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, lots of different things. Um, the cool sculpt, I think one of the girls is having it done on her back. Um, so we're showing you before and afters and, uh, you know, answering the public's questions, really, because there's so much that women don't know that they can buy and do. And, and also sometimes they're putting the wrong stuff on their face. Mm. I mean, I, I, um, I did an interview with a plastic surgeon about eye bags. And he said, I've had so many women come to me and have the piece of fat taken out from under their eyelids. It's quite a nasty operation, he said. And in that fat is all the creams they've put on that their body can't break down. He said they've caused them by trying not to cause them, if you know what I mean.
2: Blimey. are clogging up the pores with products
0: well with products with n- non-natural products you know you want things that have got natural ing- active ingredients in them um you know good good i mean you do get what you pay for if you put rubbish on your face it goes into your skin and your body absorbs it or doesn't absorb it in this case and it causes these pockets of fat under your eyes
1: well i'm guessing this is why we need to to listen to beauty angel <laughs> uh, <laughs> linda linda thank you so much for speaking to us this evening really appreciate it and um, okay. and best of luck at the rest of the shows that you do
0: thank you so much lovely to see you take care linda bye bye, babes. bye
1: bye bye i need to i need to Get something done, I think. I mean, like, bits I and bobs. Nice
2: facial now, talking about beauty salons. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, I think our next guest is, is uh, ready to come in. So, uh, Brian, I believe, is, is ready now. It. Hi. Hello. Hello.
2: Bobby, <laughs> how are you? I'm really good, thank you, babe. How are you? You've gone blonde. I love it.
4: Well, I, I did go super blonde, but then we've been in so many lockdowns, it's kind of gone yellowy and kind of greeny.
2: No, I like it, It's And I
4: try to curl it like you have yours. Sometimes I curl it. But um, I'm lucky I still have hair. But I'm going to get it (laughs) done again next week, super blonde, one more time, and then I'm going to grow it out. I am 43, so I should start acting my age. Is this like your COVID, the exit from COVID, I'm going blonde again, and then that's it. I think it's more like midlife crisis, and I can't drive, so I couldn't buy a fucking car. (laughs) Let's just go blonde. Yeah. (laughs) How have you been otherwise? I've been good, Stephen, have we met before?
1: I have actually met you at an event once, but this is many, many years ago. So uh, I'd be surprised if you remembered that specifically. And
4: I probably drank that much over the year. I'm going to say I wouldn't have a
1: <laughs> Yeah, Absolutely fine, babe. <laughs> Nothing to worry about.
4: Yeah, how, how, have you, how have you been? Good. It's been weird. You know. Thankfully, I've been still able to work, and I'm always very thankful for that. I mean, the reunions I do for ITV for Housewives, they've been cancelled, a few of them back to back. When I'm back with them in August, back shooting, and then again, October. But yeah, I've been able to work. I mean, we've moved house in the space of it. Some, I mean, we're still pretty shit here. We've not even, we don't have in, um, indoor dining. We're not fully vaccinated yet. We're still waiting. It's it, We're running slow here. Where are you? Um, Kildare, it's about an hour from Dublin.
1: Ah, okay. Yes, yeah, so I've had some, some friends in, in Dublin have been whinging, well, understandably so, whinging is the wrong word, but complaining about this, about how things are in Ireland.
4: <laughs> yeah, but you know, thankfully, myself, my family, and none of our friends have got COVID. Bobby, I know that you did, and I've seen
2: the allegations people were saying <laughs> about
4: you, that you were paid. I was like, yes. that's a good job, can they pay me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: People think that Boris just slid into my DMs and was like, "Bob, do you want five grand?" Well, it started off being five grand allegedly over Christmas when I did, and then as time progressed to March, I think it went up. There was like, "You've been paid twenty grand." Where have they pulled these these figures from? But Boris you never
4: have did. Said they paid
2: you half a million. Half oh, a million, yeah. Oh. It, it never happened. He wouldn't have that uh,
1: headboard if he'd been paid half a million.
4: <laughs> I, like I like the headboard. It's so strange. Everyone has an opinion, and especially on social media. I'm very fearful. I don't know if you get this, Bobby. you have been out there doing your thing publicly, and you're almost afraid to live your life the same way other people do in case you get criticised for it, as mm. in going on holiday or doing something. So I'm very mindful not to fuck people off
2: I'm just mindful of that. It's definitely strange times. And I think that a lot of that's been reflected on social media. I know we spoke early on in, into the pandemic. Um, but Troll just gone through the roof. I think so many people, they're either obviously on furlough and not working, spending so much more time on social media, and are just very angry and just lashing out over just the most bizarre things.
4: Yeah, some friends and I went out in December when we could here. It was a level two lockdown. So we could go to restaurants, we could leave our county, we could eat inside. And myself and two of my girlfriends posted a picture of us just having lunch because we were allowed to. Well, the amount of abuse we got. But I just put that down to people being fearful, people Mm -hmm. having lost their jobs, there's financial strain. And then they're seeing people out in restaurants kind of living their lives. I tried not to take it personally, but the first response <laughs> was knobs. And when that's the first comment, <laughs> You're you like, know, oh no. You this know is that, not, get this the tone. Yeah, it's not going
1: anywhere good, yeah.
4: <laughs> and I kind of thought by willingly putting it out there, you know, last year when none of us kind of knew what was going on. That's why I'm more mindful now, even though we were allowed to go out and about. Sometimes I just, people don't need to see you living your fabulous life having cocktails, you know, looking good, they're gonna go, no, that kind of fucks me off. So I'm more mindful of that now than I was before, which is probably a good thing. But the trolling is ridiculous. Like, well, I came back from Celebrity Karaoke Club. I was so mindful. My first thing was, yeah, I'll post it on Instagram. I'm so fearful of putting anything on Twitter because I know what Twitter is like. It's just, yes. and Bobby, you more than others, you know, cause you brought mm. this forward yourself. It's so bad. I'm almost afraid to go on Twitter and put in that hashtag for fear of (laughs) the abuse.
2: The thing is so bizarre because it goes from one extreme to the other. So like you say, people thought Boris had gave me five grand at Christmas to lay in bed pretending to have COVID. And then fast forward to this year where I then documented that I'd had my first vaccination and then my second, people was then, I mean, thankfully a very small percentage but was then outraged outrage that I was having the vaccine and thought I was being paid by the government to promote the vaccine and that there's this kind of secret... You never need that- to work
1: again, all this money you're getting oh, well,
2: from well, the well, government. Never, oh, I, I don't know what not. I'm working for. <laughs> yeah, Boris has got the silk code and he's just pinging that money over. He's like, Babe, <laughs> ping, right, do ping, me a ping. post. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag ad.
4: It's just, I just think people are really angry and yeah. I think they just want to lash out. But I think... I've said before, hurt people hurt people and angry people hurt people. And mm-hmm. if I'm doing something that's within the guidelines here in Ireland, I know I'm not breaking any of the laws and then mm-hmm. people are still gonna shave me for it. That's on, d- on them. I yeah, know yeah. that I'm not breaking the law because I'm so mindful not to.
1: So you mentioned a uh, karaoke club, uh, Celebrity Karaoke Club. Uh, tell us a bit about that. Um, I, I, I saw the last series um, and, and I loved it to be fair. And um, the, the new one started Monday, right?
4: Yes, sorry,
1: so, Monday. Yeah, yeah, just gone. Um, so yeah. tell us a bit about it. What, why, How come you got involved? What was it like filming it and, and all of that? So
4: they rang me said, oh my God, are you interested in doing this? I'd not watched the first season of the show. So I was like, oh, you know, what is this? And I Googled a bit, and I seen Bag of Chips and Scarlet singing and thought, oh, am I a little bit old for that? And we were in the middle of the pandemic here. It was uh, April, end of March. And I kind of thought the show looks fun. It's on ITV. I do the reunions for Housewives on ITV. It's the same production company, Monkey Kingdom. So I know they'd look after me. And because we were in the middle of a pandemic, it was so nice to get the opportunity to leave my husband, Yay. to leave <laughs> Ireland, to get on a plane and work with people. And like, you know, we were tested so many times and we were in this mm-hmm. bubble together. And it was so nice to be able to hug people, kiss people, laugh with people roll on the ground with people, drink with people, and have contact with other people. I don't know if we weren't in lockdown and everything was normal, would I have said yes? I don't know because I'm all, I, I've am because i done so much reality bits before. Yes. I kind to go, but I mean, I'm not very good at karaoke. So yeah, I mean, I'm shit at karaoke. Anyone that's watched the show so far will probably wonder how I'm still there. You know, someone <laughs> gets eliminated every night, but it's not a public vote. It's done through the cast. So that kind of made it easier. And I worked with Tanya before, of course, and Bobby, oh, yeah. you know, Tanya on Housewives. And there's a lot of people on that show that I'd never met before. AJ and I had worked together before, but like Olivia, I watched her on Love Island. So I'm quite like a bit of a fan standing there going, how the worlds like have collided and Max and Hart. I mean, I was, the old- I was the oldest person on the show. So that was not good for my ego. I, yeah, I kind of thought, how am I the oldest person here? <laughs> and I was like cast as dad, and that was <laughs> Matt and Harvey were jumping around. I was like, you gotta be careful now. You gotta mind that. No, don't use AJ. So yeah, I'm. I was dad. No, not good.
2: Did you enjoy the experience though, Brian? Apart from kind of yes, to, to be the, in that bubble, but the, the whole was, singing and kind of letting yeah, go. there was alcohol. There was a microphone. There was a cupboard
4: with clothes and hats. I wore this mesh yellow see-through thing like Joan Collins from Dynasty. And I was like, what am I I doing? It was so much fun. And the fact that there was no pressure on a public vote or any of that stuff, you know, we shot two shows, a day and then a day off in between. I remember I woke up the next day in the hotel after recording the first two shows and I honestly woke up, woke up so hungover. i have not drank that much in such a long time because we've not been kind of going out. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was quite, it was so much fun. It was quite, you know, I was on reality TV uh, 20 years ago, you know, 20 years this summer, winning Big Brother. So to kind of go back wow. on that 20 <laughs> years later and see... How it's changed? It's completely changed. But the fact that I was the oldest person, I get those youngins a run for their money. Well done. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> Thank you. But
1: like, tw- I mean, I didn't realise that. Twenty years since which, since you were on. Twenty years, uh, July seventh. Yeah. I mean, that is just insane. And everything that you've done in that time since, <laughs> like, does I mean, it I've feel? It I've worked on some
4: amazing shows. I've also worked on some shows just for the money. So it's really been, I feel, honestly, got a rate. it's Fine. a real mixed bag of jobs. You know, the good has outweighed the bad. But I can't believe it. every time it comes around to the summer, I go <clears throat> 19 years, 18 years, but tw- this time 20 years ago, I was on the television show, not having a clue. You know, I was 22. I just come out to my family and here I am back living in Ireland, you know, with my husband. It's so strange how my life has completely changed and worked you know and stayed relatively sane you know life's been good you know everyone has shit and loss and and grief of course and tragedy but all in all the fact that I can still sit here and talk about it as a positive experience I think Mm. is a a good thing considering the kind of the world we live in and Bobby you get this from being on reality television kind of what kind of a beast Mm. that is now.
2: Absolutely. Do you miss Big Brother being on screen now, Brian? Because it's, it's been off a little while, is not it?
4: Yeah, I was actually asked recently about that, and I said the civilian Big Brother, I don't think people miss that, because we have other shows that we can watch. Like, you know, Love Island is almost mm-hmm. like a super sexy, hot civilian Big Brother. Yeah. I do think there's a place for celebrity Big Brother, because we are still obsessed with celebrities, and especially American celebrities, or celebrities that we think we know them in one way, and then we see them on our screens for three weeks and we go, oh my God, they're amazing. Or you think the other
1: way about them. There's but kind do- of more celebrities now than there were then, right? Like you've got so much, you've got all the Netflix shows, all of there's just more yes. people, like Instagram influencers that didn't exist when-
4: I always it- think when you watch a show that's you know, driven by celebrity um, contestants, so you go, oh, I can't believe they're doing it. Like when we have Pamela Anderson, when I hosted Big Brother as a house guest, yeah. and I got to see her rehearse being sexy. And I was still on the stage going, how is this fucking happening? She's an icon. <laughs> you, know, you know, even, you know, Natalie Cassidy, Sonia from EastEnders. I was like, how have we got Sonia from EastEnders? Like, you know, Denise Welch, you know, Denise winning, Julian Cleary winning and I was the host and I've been such a huge fan of Julian. It was like so iconic, you know, but I suppose in a sense money talks, right? And we got some amazing people. I think on channel five, there was no budget. You know, my understanding was on Channel 4, they may have, you know, had a budget, but I believe Richard Dressman at Channel 5 was like, here's a check. Bet Lynch, Julie Goodyear. Okay. <laughs> Get it, got it,
2: good. good. <laughs> <laughs> like
4: when I got a chance to meet her, I was genuinely nervous because she is so iconic. You know, she's almost like our Joan Collins
1: of Soap. You know, actually, <laughs> I think you I, might be pushing it a little bit. Well, bad, I did, Brian, but <laughs> well, I thought, and then to have her as a housemate,
4: I was yeah, like, yeah. It, amazing. Was, amazing.
1: it was I know what you mean, though, out. in
2: terms of the civilian, I think quite <clears> easily <throat> that had kind of, maybe as time had gone on, people was less interested in, in that, but celebrity, I mean, even now, and I don't know if it's been three or four years, January, to me, I still think you know them cold yeah. nights. It's dark at four o'clock. You used to love a little bit of Celebrity Big Brother. Um, so I do. We like could, do with, we we really could do with it. We a- really
4: like August, September when X Factor and Strictly was on. You know, it was coming into Halloween and then winter, and yeah, then after yeah. that we had Celebrity Big Brother to look forward to. I mean, I do think it will come back, but I think they'd have to mix it up but the civilian one I think people got bored with people going in wanting to be celebrities I yeah, think and wanting think to be right. famous which is really I suppose hard on them because they're just trying to change their lives or make their lives better and that's exactly what I've done but back 20 years ago it was a social experiment different people time wasn't it This before and I think we were given so many opportunities financial opportunities work opportunities like we could I think back then and 2001 it, like, it was a, the, one of the biggest shows on television it was phenomenal
1: yeah yeah you forget how, how massive it was well brian we could talk to you all night sadly we've got another guest ready to come in uh, uh, <laughs>
2: <other guest. laughs> um, but, uh,
1: but best of luck uh with i mean you know what happens in karaoke club. we don't I, um i so. know I, I was there and i'm already further than i
4: thought but i know i'm not going to say who wins? Yes, of course. Okay. But I think the person that does win, I think is super deserved of having that title. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. Well, that. we'll have to wait yeah, and one see. One
2: final question before you go. If Celebrity Big Brother did come back and you could cast one celeb for it, who would you do?
4: I'd have to say Joan Collins. I've been obsessed, oh, yes. and I watched her on um, Piers Morgan's Life Stories recently. She's so funny and quick, and I think someone like that, that is just so iconic, you know, and I think Joan Collins or Victoria Beckham, they're not going to get Victoria Beckham. Oh.
1: They may not even get Joan Collins. but you I'm, could, I'm Maybe, hoping. you could maybe get Joan Collins in, in, right. some, in some crazy world. Joan you Collins know. all the way. Well, Love Brian, thank that. you so much. Oh,
2: thanks, Brian. Stay safe, babe. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.
1: Bye. 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 Bye imagine joan in bb i don't or even vicky b. i mean i think we are talking about an alternate universe where vicky, vicky, <laughs> vicky b needs to do the big brother but um, yeah when
2: we see victoria beckham walk through and I are dragging a little uh case i just don't think it's happening
1: oh my god with vb written on it please oh my god <laughs> Uh, well, I would do it
2: for free if they can get Vicky Bay. I'll, I'll do the show for free. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm with Comedy you. Call me Channel Five.
1: <laughs> um, well, we have Michael Griffiths ready to come in, so let's get him in. Perfect. Final guest. Hello, Michael. Hello. Can you hear me? We can. We can't see you though. Hello,
2: mate. Oh,
3: there we go. There we go. I, uh... There we go.
2: How are you doing? All right. How are you? Yeah. Well, good. Thank you, mate. All good.
1: What, what room are you in? That is a lot of trainers you have behind you. Are they all yours? Yeah, this is my office. Wow, you are quite the collector of uh, footwear then, it would seem. Yeah, oh, was- <laughs> yeah
3: quite uh, not, as, not as many as Jordan, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how have you been? How have you been the, the last few months, uh, everything going
3: on in the world? I've been all right. I've been busy. Um, kind of just trying to make things okay for me family, really. Just looking after them, making sure. Because obviously, with everything going on recently, it's affected everybody. Mm. Nobody can say it's not really affected them because it will have in some way or another. So just making sure my family are okay and stuff like that and trying to continue working, doing the best I can. What about yourself?
2: Yeah, I think, but, I mean, like, yeah, we're like, just trying to keep us busy and work as much as possible. It's just been just a strange 15 months, isn't it? I mean, fortunately, yeah. with Zoom... We've been able to, to continue doing this show throughout, which has been amazing. But um, yeah. it, it's uh, nice to be able to see people as well when I could get back to filming. There's there's only so much Netflix you can watch, isn't
3: there? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've pretty much watched everything on Netflix at the minute. i um, literally got nothing to watch. I put it on and I'm like, it just says, watch it again now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your list is just a never-ending watch it yeah. again. Yeah,
3: watch it again, that's it.
2: <laughs> we all we all Netflixed our way through the pandemic, I think, as, as
3: much as yeah, we could. Hundred percent.
1: But you finally, um, after having uh, your your work cancelled last year for the Dream Boys, it's coming back, isn't it? That which is obviously really exciting for you.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm really looking forward to actually coming back around because I, I I was so ready to jump on stage, and then it was like it all cancelled and taken away from me. So I was just a bit devastated, to be honest. But um. Speaking to the lads and speaking to Alice, like, they've just been relentless in trying to get everything back on 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 schedule, to be honest. And um, I get rehearsals again soon, so I'm really looking forward to jumping back in there and then actually getting on stage and doing what, like, I want to
2: do. I mean, obviously, you're in good nick, in cracking shape already, but do you feel by taking on this, is there a, an extra element of pressure? Because, obviously, having to get your kit off that you feel that you've almost got to maintain or even go... <laughs> Further than you already are?
3: I don't think it's um pressure. I feel like it's just a new goal for me to hit. So it's like, okay, I'm in I'm in good shape at the minute, but I want to be better. And I remember speaking to the lads in the group chat and I was like, just watch what I'm do watch what I do when I step on stage, just watch the condition I bring. It's gonna be great. So yeah, me and um, Zach have been talking about training together. Um I run up to the shows.
1: So do you are you like on a really strict diet? Like when you're you're trying to maintain this kind of
3: physique? Um, I know what I'm eating. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a strict diet. It's more of a well-balanced diet. Like I still will eat a bar of chocolate. I'll still have a burger. But it's all within my calories that I know I need to hit. Obviously, within the food, there are a lot of healthy meals. But then the occasional burger is not going to hurt you. Just like one good meal is not going to change your physique. One bad meal is not going to change it drastically either.
2: How often do you train? Is it something you do daily? Uh,
3: like six... I do, like, three days on, then I'll have a day rest, then I'll do another three days on. So it's just like, I just work it like that. So it's yeah. just a continuous pattern. Three on, one off, three on, one off.
1: And obviously you're... The, sorry, Bob.
2: Sorry. I was just going to say, obviously, in the, the early stages of pandemic, where, where they closed all our gyms, how did you manage to to carry on? Was you just training a lot at home?
3: Um. So... At the fir- In the first lockdown, we got a barbell and some bells and that was all I really had. And I thought to myself, I'll take that as a much-earned rest and I'll just do a little bit of running. So I was just out running it like twice a day, really. And now... Have you seen the rain? I hate running. It's <laughs>
1: terrible, isn't it? It's been the worst summer. After last year when it was basically sunny for like three months, wasn't it? And, it was yeah. hot. and this year when we can actually get out and about, it's uh, absolutely dire.
3: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm looking at the rain and I'm just like, it needs to make its mind up. Before it was sunny and now it's beating it down. And now it's July
2: and like storming. Yeah, <laughs> It's but- just the maddest thing.
1: With with yeah. the Dream Boys, obviously your the the tour kind of starts when and as the government have announced that kind of there's going to be full capacity crowds and stuff. How do you feel about that? Did it make you nervous or uh,
3: what? Are you excited? What's the deal? I'm I'm excited to be honest because I thought it was going to kind of ease in with like maybe not full capacity, but I feel it, I feel like it would be worse if it was a half capacity than it is a full capacity. Mm. At least a full capacity. When I get amongst the crowds, I can just like get out there and then do what I need to do on stage. Because obviously, we it involves like bringing people onto stage and doing a bit of a performance with someone from the crowd. So, if it was like half a room full of people, you could see me running around. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I'm just looking forward to it. Like, obviously, when um, we do rehearsals, I think one of my first days meeting the lads. It Was like, how confident are you? And I was like, well, I feel all right getting my kit off and stuff like that. And Jordan was just like, all right, take your clothes off. (laughs) You're like, oh god, okay. I I, I was like, I was like, what? He was like, take clothes off. I was like, what now? He was like, yeah, if you can't do it in front of us, you can't do it in front of loads of women. I was like, sound, just took everything off. A bit casting couchy isn't it it sounds a bit dodgy but I guess that is yeah. that, that's the nature of the beast <laughs> yeah I actually said some of I was like well am I being filmed here or something like is this a joke <laughs> tell us all about your new show that you're currently doing so it's um it's about me and the boys that I live with so Chris, Danny, Jordan we all live together we've been living together now for well me Chris and Jordan have been living together for two years and this is going into our second year living with Danny um so it's just about like what we've been getting up to after the show and stuff like that how, how our friendship has developed like what we do work-wise now and then the kind of silly things we get up to outside of work and how we kind of just test each other all the time so it's just mainly about like our, our, our lives after the show but it's just it's it's a bit mental we're always doing something of weird and there's loads of challenges that come up and <laughs> it's actually pretty funny but like you do get some cuts and bruises from the show That's <laughs> so quite you... full on the challenges yeah 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 and they're getting more and more competitive as well so I think. But what kind of thing what... what kind of thing so like one of the new episodes coming out I can't really say too much about them but there's like a lot of like extreme sports and stuff like that <laughs> so like things like BMXing and mountain climbing and stuff like that so just like what what you'd normally get up to as a person, but only we make everything a challenge <laughs> and compete against each other to see who's the best at it. <laughs> and how do you all get on living together? Well, we all, we all kind of bounce off each other. So it's like no, none of us are the same, but we are the same in the same way, if you <laughs> get what I mean. Like, so we just kind of bounce off each other. We're all working on different things, but similar things at the same time. So if any of us need any help, it's like, I'll just ask. So the house is very like, Functional, it's always people in and out like us, so we're always in and out, in and out. And like, you can you have to barely sleep with one eye open. <laughs> or, you know, mess- something's gonna happen to you. <laughs> Who's the messy one out of you all? I feel like we can all be quite messy at times. Like, if we're all Russian, we can be messy in our own accord. But like, if I was to put it down to like one person, it'd have to be Callie. Callie Callie's John's dog, so she's probably the messiest. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean fair enough probably doesn't necessarily know what she's doing yeah she yes. doesn't clean up after
3: herself so she has to be the easiest. are you all are you all four single blokes living together then D- danny's in a relationship oh, okay a full-on relationship so 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 yeah.
1: are you are you kind of giving each other tips and advice as there is as there ladies on the cdu dating at the moment what's the deal
3: we can't give each other advice, we just can't, we're just getting along as it is, so it's, we, we'll talk about things, like, if, if anyone's having a bit of a tough time, like, we'll we'll turn to each other and we'll talk about things, like, we're all really good at, like, listening to each other's problems, because obviously, we don't have many other people around us to talk to, so we all talk to each other, like, yeah, as a support network, and then obviously we've got our families and stuff, so.
1: So you do, you're all, you're all kind of, you're all kind of, like, bouncing off one another.
3: Yeah, we all bounce off each other when it comes to like women and stuff. Like, no, nah, it's just like, no one needs to talk about it. It's just like, you're doing what you're doing. So, like, yeah, yeah, okay, leave, I get leave you. him alone. Yeah, like, okay. Danny's in a relationship, so he's he's like gone clear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> His poor girlfriend having to deal with you lot. That's what I think. Hey, <laughs> she loves us. She loves us. She loves us. Um, so, when, uh, when when can we see the Dream Boys then? When, uh, when are you guys uh, touring?
3: So um, I've been speaking to Alice and then my management about like who when the dates are coming up. So I think there's maybe what, two weeks away I start me rehearsals again, and then I'm just waiting for the new dates to be confirmed. Like um, I keep asking. I think I asked her three times yesterday oh, can I get an update on when the, the new tour dates are? Because I want to, as soon as they're in my calendar, I'm like, yeah, that day's gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get like a, a, a target insight. Okay, so we can basically check out the website. That's where we'll find out all the dates yeah. and stuff. Yeah.
3: yeah, just keep an eye on the, on the Dream Boys website and probably on their Instagram as well. They'll drop a lot of information on there.
1: Why was it you wanted to do the Dream Boys? Is there any particular reason?
3: Do you know what? Um, I just, It was just a new challenge for me. and I, I remember when they approached me i was like oh my god this is weird because obviously I, I know rogan who'd done dreamboys oh, as well, yeah. and i know josh so i was like maybe i should do it and then i, I rang rogan and was like hey Dream Boys have messaged me like i thought about doing it but what's it like and he literally said it's the best thing in the world he was like you'll have the most fun so i was just like sold
1: <laughs> i mean sounds like it you're gonna you're gonna be and a lot of women who haven't been able to get out of the house and do things, you know, I, I imagine that crowd's <laughs> going to be wild, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, well. best of luck with it. I hope it goes well, and um, and thank you so much for speaking to us, I Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. been lovely speaking Anytime.
2: to you. Anytime. Take care. See you later, mate. See you later. Bye. Bye. All right,
1: bye. Have you ever seen the Dream Boys, Bob? I think I have. Was it
2: Dream Boys or I saw once? I believe I have. I um, went to a with um one of my managers, I'm sure I went. Um, what was it, Train Boys? I can't think. I'm pretty certain it was There's
1: Magic Mike as well. Did you see Magic Mike? Maybe I've seen that. Was, what was that like? Magic Mike was uh was actually super fun. Yeah, super super fun. Um, I went last year before the before the uh Panny D came, and um yeah, really good, really good, really good atmosphere. Like that, you're allowed that um. Gay groups of gay guys can go in which is what we were and they actually treated us exactly the same as they did the women it was really nice it was like a, it was a good experience and they even had a uh you know it, it, it was just really well done I think so I, I'm I'm hoping that um that Michael will get the opportunity to enjoy it um I wonder if they'll be allowed to touch people and stuff because that's you know part of the deal isn't it I wonder if Covid will stop any of that yeah
2: but I, um, I guess if they're starting again after 19th of July I mean I still don't restrictions have all gone by then aren't they so i guess they can it get people be. up on the stage i'm sure it was dreamers i saw but it was years ago um but it, if that's what it was it, it was a, a really fun experience yeah <laughs> just a really fun evening
1: um well uh bob what have you got coming up this week anything exciting what's
2: going on this week um quite, quiet a, one? quite a, yeah a bit of a quiet one got um a couple of zooms but, uh, yeah, a, a little bit of a chilled one, which I don't think we're missing much. If the sun stays like this, I think no. it's uh Certainly not. It, shall I say. It is pissing um, down right now. <laughs> How about, yeah, well, holiday coming up. Going to Malta. Oh, um, I would love that. for you.
1: Yeah, so we've got that to look forward to. Get my passport out, get to the airport. Keep my fucking fingers crossed, I don't catch any COVID while I'm there or here or whatever. Um, yeah, so, so as safe as possible until you, until you have that test. I will, I will definitely. When be you have your
2: test? Did you say Saturday? You Saturday,
1: think? yeah, yeah, Saturday. You have to, uh, within 72 hours of your flight. Um, so yeah, Saturday, fun time for me. You're going to
2: really, the quite, wait, not leaving me with <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm supposed to be going to a birthday party and I am a little bit like, oh, maybe I should have um I don't know, we'll see. Um but yeah, so so that'll be that'll be me. So uh, so I won't be here next week. Um I'm actually also away the weekend after, but I'm hopeful hopeful I'm gonna be in Gloucestershire. I should be able to still film film the show from there, uh depending on any dreadful Wi-Fi issues, because it is in the countryside. So we'll see. <laughs> um uh, so yeah, so 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 until next time everyone, goodbye.
2: Bye, guys. Stay safe.